Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. Hi, Sue. My name is Holly, and I'm doing a lot of serious thinking about turning a hobby into a small business. I know how important branding and presentation can be. I am in process of getting a logo and I have an idea of how I want things to look. My question is, should I try to create things myself, stickers, business cards, tags, or should I pay to have them pre-printed? I know that, like I said, presentation is everything, but this could be an expense that I wouldn't necessarily need. But I also don't want to add another to-do to my already huge list. I've recently discovered your podcasts and am trying to catch up on several years worth of listening. And I'm learning a lot, but I haven't seen where uh, production of branding materials is covered. Please let me know your thoughts on this. Thank you. Holly, thank you so much for calling in with the question. Your brand new business, lots of places where you could be putting your money, what's in your best interest in terms of the investment, and clearly branding is one of them because branding is something that gives the first impression. So you want it to be on point, but you want to balance that with all the other things that you need to do as you're starting your business. The first thing I just want to make mention of is that Branding is a whole lot more than the visual part, right? So branding is everything that you do with your customer that gives them a feeling and develops a reputation for your business. It's how you interact with customers. It's the journey that they go through from initially being introduced to you to how you work them through some type of a sales process to when they receive an order. And then clearly also, of course, all the visuals. And that's really what we're going to narrow in on today is just the visual portion of your branding. The good news is that when you're starting out, you don't need to take a whole lot of time with the visuals. You just want to target in, get a few things in place, and then you can build on those later. The things that you do want to lock into place right when you get started, your logo, your brand colors and the fonts that you're going to use. These three things are something that are going to be symbols that people, when they see them, they'll think of you and they'll recognize you. It's important that they're consistent so that they go throughout everything that you're doing. And we'll talk about that again in a minute too. First off, with regard to your colors and your fonts, Holly, I do have a great episode for you on this. It's Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast episode number 218 with Lindsay from Verity & Co. It was such a fun podcast to do because I had no idea when we started talking that we were going to go so deep into how to develop all of your branding. So go back and listen to that. And what you'll come away with then are your three or four hex colors These are six-digit codes that associate a special hue of any color. So it's not just pink. It's a specific shade of pink. And then you'll also have a predominant font that you use and then possibly a secondary font. 
And these are more specialty fonts, if you will, versus some of the standard fonts like Helvetica or Comic Sans, you know, all the different types of fonts that you've seen before. If you're listening to this and you're an established business and you've never really determined what your true hex colors are, you've always just used navy blue or <laughs> aqua or teal, but never zeroed into a specific color, it's in your best interest to go ahead and do that too. And then what happens is you'll be able to use those forevermore until such time you decide that you might want to go through rebranding. But of course, that's then down the road. Now let's move on to your logo. And if you're just starting out, the world is your oyster with what is the visual? What's your logo going to look like? Start with what's the emotion that your company is trying to evoke? Okay, because this will then fall into helping direct you in terms of what the illustration should look like, whether you're going to use four color, whether you're going to do a line drawing, whatever it is. So are you going after something that's happy, uplifting, light, and airy? Or are you going with something that's more bold and direct? So what are the adjectives that you want people to think about with your business? This also might play off of the colors that you've created. My colors are a yellow, kind of a sagey green, uh, not bright orange, but kind of a subtle orange and a pink, but they're all not quite citrusy. That provokes a whole different feeling than if I had all bright yellow, neon orange, neon pink. You see what I mean by the colors? So what are you trying to provoke and how does it relate to the product that you offer? So the first thing to do then, like I said, is to define the adjectives. From there, as you're looking at your logo, then you consider graphically what you want your logo to look like. Three different things that you can consider. Maybe you have just an image. Think of the Nike Swish. Maybe you have an image with the company name. Or maybe you just have the company name. If your company name is two different words, maybe you have one word in one font and one word in another font. Things to think about as you're going through and thinking about what your logo specifically is going to look like from a graphic standpoint. Let's talk about if you're going to use a graphic. So it's not just going to be the font because if it's just the font, you don't need anybody to create an image for you. But if there's a graphic associated, how are you going to get that graphic made? The one thing I will stress, oh, it's my pet peeve. I cannot barely handle it when I see this happening. Please, please, please do not just use standard clip art for your logo. So don't take an emoji and call that your logo or an image that we know is clip art or a stock image, a four color stock image, and call that your logo. I want you to make something that is graphically and specifically only yours. This is your company after all. Going back to the graphics of your clip art and how do you create this, especially when you're on a limited budget, I want you absolutely to create your own individual unique art that is only yours. Good news is there's a lot of ways that you can do this, sometimes even for free. For example, at the local high school, is there a junior or a senior who's looking at going to college, but is in the graphics art department, 
and would be interested in creating a logo for you that then in exchange you write a letter that they could attach to their college applications. Local community college also. There are many students that would love to be the one who's designed their logo. So that you could possibly even do for free. If you're out networking or just ask friends, does anybody know anybody who's artistic who would be able to put together a logo for me? You may even see, again, young students or maybe even members of the chamber who are graphic artists. That would be more as a paid type of a project. And then third, you could even go online. There's a company called Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, okay, Fiverr, where you can purchase what are called gigs, where you could have a logo created for five, 10, maybe $15. You know, they give you a couple of examples. You choose which ones you like. Maybe they do one revision and then you have the logo. No matter which way you might do this, with my examples, getting someone from the high school, finding someone in your community to do it for you, or doing it on Fiverr, make sure when you're done, you have some type of an agreement, even if it's just through an email, that this is exclusively yours and you own full rights to the logo. Then you have a logo that is yours, that you can combine with the wording, your company name, however you're going to go, and you can move forward with that. Once you have your logo, go into a graphic design app like Canva and play around with your colors. You've now created your hex colors. So you could put like a black and white logo, let's say, over a background of one of your hex colors. You can do some fun shading of colors. Oh my gosh, you can have so much fun with that. And you can do all of that right in Canva. If you'd like to see a link to all the resources that I recommend, especially if you're just starting your business, jump over to Gift Biz Unwrapped and go ahead and take a look at all the resources that I have there. Some of them are free, some of them are paid, but different things that could be useful for you in your business. Okay, so now you've got your branded colors. You've got one specialty font or two that you're going to be using and associating with your business. And you've got your logo created. Now, where are you going to place these? A lot of this depends on where you're going initially to attract customers. For handmade product businesses, I specifically always am driving into, you want that face-to-face interaction. So you want to be going out to craft shows if that's possible for you. And at those shows, you'll want business cards, some type of signage behind your booth. So however you're going to do your booth setup. You may or may not need stickers or any type of other packaging where you need to apply your logo right now. But if you're only online selling, then you would need that. So consider where you're going and how you're approaching your community and delivering your product, and then determine what you need now versus what you can add on later. But the fact is you have the logo, you have the colors, so you're ready to go. I would just go ahead and get the things that you need as a necessity right now. The other place you'll put your logo is online. So your websites, any social media platforms you have, and that of course doesn't cost anything just to add those on if you have a website already in place. If you're just now setting up your social media sites, that doesn't cost anything to establish accounts and then you'll just load your logo in as a graphic onto those platforms. And I was just mentioning that as you're starting out, You don't have to have all the things right away. Have the necessities first, and then you can add on later. 
But the one thing, just like I say, don't take stock photos or stock emojis or whatever and use those as your logos. Also, don't print business cards or anything like that off of your home printer. Get them professionally printed so that they look nice. You don't have to print a ton of them. My gosh, you can get like 250 business cards at Vistaprint for under $20. Easy, inexpensive, but good quality printing. The most important thing here is you don't need to be spending a ton of money on this type of thing. I would much prefer you spending your money getting your product out in front of an audience and validating that there are people there who are interested in exchanging money for your product. That, when you're starting out, is the most important thing to do. I'm going to even say almost before even branding your business. Confirming that you have people who are interested in spending money for the product that you make. And I talk about this way more in my program, Start With Confidence, in terms of validating a product before you start moving forward and investing too much time and money. Because sometimes you just need to tweak a product a little bit for it to be a game changer and for people to buy. But you're not going to know that until you're out in front of people, watching and observing what they're doing, talking with them, getting feedback, etc. So that's the most important thing. Branding comes second. There you go. We've talked about how to define your colors, how to pick a font, and then also what you can do very inexpensively to make your own original graphic. And all of this is for the visual part of your branding, understanding that that's a subset of branding overall. So Holly, great question. Done right, it's going to build strong recognition for you, and when you come across as being professional, It enhances trust with people, which of course then increases your opportunity to attract more people and make sales. If you'd like to ask me a question just like Holly did, so it's on audio, just go over to the website, Gift Biz Unwrapped, scroll down and you'll see a pink button that says record a question for Sue. It's a really fun way for me to hear your voice. You can share a little bit more than just a written question for me. And your question might just show up here in the next edition of Tips and Talk. Bye for now. That's a wrap. I'm a get to the point kind of girl. And this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them. And they bring us both so much happiness.